the Pats will look to 24-year-old Tom Brady making his first ever NFL start at quarterback. Let me tell you something, spotlight's gonna be on this guy and see if he can produce. That's just a taste of The Dynasty. It's a new docuseries on Apple TV+, Plus, all about the one-time dominance of Tom Brady and the NFL's New England Patriots and the controversies that tarnished it. It is a hero-turned-villain story I know well broadcasting here in Boston, but does this documentary tell it well? We're joined by NPR TV critic Eric Dickens. Hey, Eric. Hi. So the docuseries starts with uh, local businessman Robert Kraft, buys the Patriots in 94. Drew Bledsoe is the Patriots' $100 million quarterback, but then a brutal injury puts rookie Tom Brady in the game. Coach came over and was like, Okay, Drew's out. Tom, you're in. You better get ready to go. How does the documentary trace the origins of the team? Well, okay, first I want to admit that I am not a sports fan, and I am in particular not a New England Patriots fan. I know, I know. Okay, (laughs) boo, boo, hiss. But the fact that I found this so compelling is really a testament to how how well this docuseries is put together. They talk to almost everyone that you might want to talk to in connection uh, with this team that famously did not give reporters and media and the public a lot of insight into what they were thinking or feeling when these things were actually happening. So they talked to Bill Belichick, the, the coach. They talked to Tom Brady, the superstar quarterback. They talked to Robert Kraft. They even have Rupert Murdoch in this thing <laughs> because he was there uh, when Vladimir Putin uh, took uh, Robert Kraft's Super Bowl ring and declined to give it back to him. So there's a lot of great moments that are covered from a lot of different sides because they talk to so many different people. And one of the things that's interesting is how they talked to Drew Bledsoe and his wife about how it felt for the superstar quarterback to feel abandoned by the franchise once he got hurt and Tom Brady, this backup quarterback that no one really expected to shine, actually did shine. And we have a quote that sort of gets to that. Let's listen to this clip. That was a hard moment. I remember telling Mara that, you know, hey, you know they're going to let Tom keep playing. I don't know what I'm going to do. Should we just retire? I mean, you know, screw these guys. I was angry. The Patriots brought him in at 21 years old. And he had built this team, this franchise for this one hit to change everything. I I was just saying there's no loyalty. And, you know, that's a recurring theme, I think, in the docu-series, this idea that Bill Belichick in particular was ruthless about pursuing his goals as a coach, and he basically wanted a franchise that he could control as much as possible. And while that worked for a while, eventually it didn't. So let's stick with the worked for a while first. Uh, we get this dynasty, uh, and they show the moment where it really starts. It's the 2002 Super Bowl. Boots a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over, and the Patriots are Super Bowl champions. It was a big day for New England. It was, it was you know, the first Super Bowl after September 11th. I remember that, Eric. Yeah, and, you know, what strikes me about this part of the docuseries where we sort of see the rise of the dynasty and we see them faced with these challenges and they constantly have to prove that they can win in spite of whatever people think of them. One of the former executives of the team talks about football and winning as sort of a narcotic. And after a while, once you start winning, it's not so much that you feel euphoria when you win, you feel relief that you didn't lose. 
<laughs> and when you actually lose, um, it's really difficult to deal with. And so you get that sense as you're watching. And what came through for me is just the immense amount of pressure that these people had had to deal with. And there it pivots, right? Fairly early on into this turn of the Patriots, Coach Bill Belichick as the villains. Um, you know, two episodes dropped last week. One was Spygate, when the Patriots were caught taping the secret signals of their opponents. How does the show cover scandals like these? So they talked to Bill Belichick, who is famously not verbose <laughs> uh, about some of these things. I know that this is a difficult subject, but in 2007, you were caught videotaping opposing team signals. Yeah, again, that's all in the past, and I've, I've made my comments on that. I don't have anything to add. Basically, giant no comment. Right. <laughs> uh, but what Spygate did, and, and to a lesser extent, Deflategate, which I think, you know, this docuseries treats Deflategate as a silly distraction and something that didn't make sense. I still don't think the docuseries necessarily proved that. So Deflategate for listeners, uh, the balls aren't full enough. The Patriots get in trouble. Tom Brady is suspended. It comes later. Right, that that the balls were underinflated purposefully. Basically, you get this situation where you get a little bit of insight into these scandals. But what really happens is that it convinces the world and sports fans that, you know, these guys aren't playing on the up and up and people start to see the team as villainous. And eventually the docuseries itself turns and we start to see Belichick as the villain, as someone who wanted so much control of the team. Eventually he drove Tom Brady out. NPR TV critic Eric Deggins. Hey, Eric, thanks so much. Thank you for having me.